Welcome to Is Your Way In Your Way podcast. And I am your host, Cassandra Crawley Mayo. And for my listeners out there, this podcast is about my listeners who want to move forward in their lives, mitigate those self-imposed barriers, in addition to those external barriers that's preventing you from living your best life. And we explore topics on personal and business development and self-improvement. And today, our topic is the loss of a loved one. For the listeners out there that have not listened to your first-time listeners, I wrote a book titled, Is Your Way in Your Way? And in that book was a combination, a culmination, I would say, of love letters written to women on how best to get out of our own way. And one of the chapters in that book was titled, Dear Women Who Has Lost a Loved One. And when I wrote that, I was very hesitant. I thought, put a lot of thought in, should I write that letter? Because just the idea of someone dying, you know, could bring back memories. And who wants to hear about death? You know, who wants to hear about a loved one who has just maybe transitioned or transitioned years ago and you still have that in your heart, you know, just the word passing, a loved one passing. Then I thought about it and I said, you know what? It has to be talked about. And the part that I'm talking about is death. Death is inevitable. We all have an hourglass. And in that glass, there's sand. And that sand trickles down to the bottom of the glass. We have no idea when all the sand is out of the top bubble and has all gone down to the bottom. That's we don't know. And also, just so you'll know, there is a statistics out there indicating in North America, the average age of death is 79 years old. Now, if I look at it from a global perspective, it's 70, 70 year old for men. That's the average. And women, it's 73 point four years old. And like I said before, though, death is inevitable. So that's the average age, but that doesn't mean you won't die before or you won't die after. But I just wanted to give you, a, a I guess, a, a benchmark on what the um, life expectancy is. And I, in my chapter that I wrote about uh, for those who've lost a loved one, I had a dear friend who was in the hospital years ago who had AIDS. And while I was, I visited him quite a bit, but on one particular visit, he told me that he had a request that he would like for me to do for him. And I said, oh, sure, absolutely. What is that? He said, I would like for you to pray for me. And I was like, pray for you? Oh no, pray? I'm like, oh no, I've, I've, I've never been in this situation before. I've, I've not even had anyone really close to me that perhaps is transitioning. And I don't know how I said, but I have a, I have an idea. I have a very good friend who is what I would call a prayer warrior and she could pray and I could bring her in. And he looked at me, he says, I don't want anybody else. I'm asking for you to please pray for me. 
And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I was just so nervous. I'm like, I, I, just, I just can't, I can't do that. I'm so sorry. And I left. I left. I went home. When I went home, I was thinking about it. I couldn't get it off of my mind. And I said, it's just a wish that he had for me to just pray for him. So why can't I just do that? So I prayed about it and I went right back to the hospital that later that evening. And when I went there, he was in ICU and he was unconscious. And I looked and I was just distraught. And one of the nurses came in and asked me what the problem was. And I told her that my friend just had one wish that he wanted from me. And now I'm here and he can't even hear me. And all he wanted me to do was pray for him. And she said, well, Cassandra, this is what I've understood, that hearing is the last thing that will go in a person. I'm like, really? So he can hear you? I'm like, really? So I went on, I held his hand and I was praying and crying and praying and crying. And then once I got done, I actually felt better. I felt better because I granted him something that he requested from me. And so I I just felt better. So I went home and just felt a lot better that I did. So it was just a, a little wish. I mean, it wasn't anything gigantic that I couldn't do, but I was just afraid to do because I didn't really know how to do it, but I could at least try it. So I went on and did that. So the next day I called to see how he was doing to find out that he had transitioned. He had passed away. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. You're talking about grieving. I really grieve because he was the first person that I knew that I was close to, had a relationship with that had passed away. So it really touched touched, touched my heart. And so I wanted to talk about that because my next question is, have you had a end of life conversation? Have you had any wishes that you would like before you pass away? Have you thought about it? Um, any of your loved ones, have you talked to them about it? Not only their wish, but your wish as well. I mean, that's important because how do you know? I mean, just think about it. You, you love them, right? And love is an action. So therefore, I believe that you should talk to that person and talk about your end of life wishes, like advanced planning or estate planning, uh, uh, even have a, a living will. A living will, you could have not only that, but a health care proxy that's important, uh, a medical directive that's important. That needs to be taken care of because just like my friend who passed, he definitely was not at that average age that I had mentioned that the average age um, um, average age expectancy. Um, so there are just certain things that you would want to know and you would want for your end of life. Now, um, and they say that when you do that, it's kind of like you're treating that person like a whole person. You know, you get an understanding of what it is that they want what their preferences are, who would they want a lot at this, who would they want to be to make a decision on their health. All of that, I think, is very, very important. And so that's why I said they treat this like a whole, a core component, what they call a good death, that you've taken care of their wishes, you know, and you could feel real good about it because, like I said, we're all going. We're all going one day. We just don't know when. And then when, not only once you write your wishes, I mean, talk about your wishes, write them down. You have to write your wishes down because 
even if you did it in a will, then it can be found at the uh, public records or the office of the register of wills can be found. But there are a lot of people that maybe just write it and talk about it, but they don't write it down. And then once they write it, they don't put it in a will. It's not a public record. It's not anywhere where somebody can find it. So once you write down what your wishes are, then make sure you let that person know where it is. And something my mom used to always say was, you're not the keeper of your mind. You don't know whether you're going to ever lose your mind or maybe you won't. But just in case, you need to talk to people about what your wishes are, the right person that you decided. Now, I think think about this. You know how we prepare to have babies and how much time and preparation is for that understanding, you know, having the reveal party and celebrating. And then even when people get married, how they prepare for that, you know, they they get their colors straight, they get that wedding dress and everybody's playing who my bridesmaids are, my maid of honor, you know, all of that is you're preparing for it. So why not prepare for the end of life wishes? Why not? Um, also, you know, what's also interesting to me is 90% people, and this is research from 2023 research says that 90% of people believe that identifying and talking to somebody about end of life wishes is important. However, only 27% do something about it. Now check that out. 90% thinks it's important, but 27% are the only ones that do something about it. Are you going to be in that 27%? Are you going to raise the bar on that? I think, and just think about it like you have, for those who have children, uh, godchildren, nieces, nephews, aunts, or, you know, even your parents, if you you have parents, um, that wouldn't you like to know what their wishes are? Wouldn't you like to perhaps be there, what I would call their healthcare proxy, or you know who it is who makes a decision whether they be, be on a ventilator or find out whether that's what they want or feeding tube? I mean, just think about it. That would just be so great, you know, uh, just kind of reflect on it. What you want, you know, do you want to, who wants to be in a nursing home, but maybe that's the only option that you have? Or maybe there is somebody that you'd rather, you know, maybe the that you'd rather them take care of you at your at your home. Now, if you have assets, it gets it can get real ugly. You know, your bank account, your um, investments that you've made. Uh, maybe you have someone there as a beneficiary. You may have written down a name. Maybe they don't even know it. You know, so make sure that you have written down what your preferences are. You know like you have a home and maybe somebody's name is on the home. Maybe you're the only, you're the only one with the name, a car, jewelry, clothes, whatever that you make the decision on what it is that you would like to do with those things. So I am going to um, give you a charge you with something or challenge you with something is why don't you, Think of somebody, one of your loved ones, and if you've not had the discussion, end of life discussion, why don't you do that? Why don't you sit down and and have them write things down about what their wishes are? Just let them know you're just concerned about the the future, their future, and you want to do what's best for them, what it is that they want, what they want, even for your children, because I tell you, I've seen families that are not talking today 
because it was so chaotic when when the when the loved one passed and grieving to me is enough so why have so much what i would call chaos in the family why would you want the family members to just be separated from each other, not talking to each other. Life is hard enough. If there's anything that you could do to make things easier, why not? Get out of your way and do what's right. Bless somebody with, with had to have a good, what I call a good death. You know, understanding what their wishes are, understanding because when my parents passed, I was very clear on what they wanted. Now, it wasn't easy. Trust me, it wasn't easy to get the information, but it had to be done. And I just was given the grace to be able to have them to identify what they wanted done with their assets or even things in the home or just different things that I knew that was of value to them. And so I'd like for you to write stuff down. And if you don't have a will, let somebody know where it is, okay? Now, what I'm hopeful is that I made an imprint on your heart for you to think about this thing. Think about it and do due diligence what you believe is the right thing to do. Don't let something happen to someone that you love, that you, you're going to grieve when you lose them anyway, so why not just have this solace, this peace of mind that one thing, I know that I've taken care of them. I know the celebration for their um, for their death has been done the way they wanted it to be done. I know they were cremated because they told me they wanted to be cremated. I didn't have them resuscitated because I knew that was something that they didn't want, um, that you call it the DNR. So just think the peace when my friend and I prayed for him, I had a, a different kind of piece. I just knew that I did my part and what he wanted because he had a wish. And obviously he had a desire for me to do the praying for, to pray for him. And I'm just thankful that I did, although it didn't start out like that. So I am going to, if you believe that this podcast was of value and could help somebody else, please share this with them. Also, uh, let them know, too, that every Wednesday at 1 p.m. is your way. Eastern Standard Time is your way in your way will be uh, aired on all places where there's podcasts. Oh, I want to thank you for listening. And please remember the charge. Check your loved ones out. Find out what it is that they need. Understand their what I would call their health care proxy understand where they also want their, um, they want to be able to articulate their preferences. And another thing, think about who the power of attorney, who would be the person responsible for distributing what the wishes were, not only theirs, but yours too. So think about it, write it down and let your loved one, whoever you designated as a person of responsibility to, to oversee your, your, your will and your wishes, let them know where the information is. Okay, thank you. And bye for now and God bless you.